Hello, and welcome to Tech, the Olympus NDT podcast. My name is Emily Peloquin, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is all about NDT and about the incredible people that work in our industry. I've been in this industry for just over a decade now, and I'm still amazed by the incredible people that I get to work with and how tightly connected this community is. On this show, I have the chance to welcome experts from the field to chat about everything and anything, from challenging applications to new trends and even tips and tricks on how to improve your NDT game. I hope you'll enjoy the unique insight that our guests are sharing with us and that it will inspire others to also want to help in making this world a safer place. On today's show, I'm hosting Antoine View from our very own factory in Quebec City. Antoine has been with Olympus for five years as our UX designer. What is a UX or user experience designer? Well, Antoine and I got to work together on a few projects, and I thought that this audience might appreciate the behind the scene on how our software and user experience are designed. So let's dig right in and hear Antoine explain. All right. Hi, Antoine, and welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hello. My pleasure. So uh, my first question is typically, how did you stumble across uh, NDT? For you, uh, NDT is not necessarily your expertise. So I guess, you know, I I have to ask, what brought you to Olympus? How did you hear about NDT before? Um, Well, that's that's an interesting question uh, for sure. Uh, The simple answer to that is my instinct. Um, The long, short, I would say the the long story short (laughs) is that I I came to Olympus in 2017 after uh, seeing a job offer for... um, a junior designer okay <laughs> and at that time i had been working in the web industry uh, as a ux consultant for about five years and before that um, i had done project management in it uh, supervising trainees as well as teaching web content and user experience so so my experience was diverse enough to know that uh, i could bring focus and and fundamentals to an organization that that needed to build something from ground up And I really felt that the industrial sector was certainly a very rich playground to do so. I see. So So you weren't junior per se at that point, but you took a leap of faith? No, (laughs) exactly. That was a gamble from my my part. Uh, So so I called the guy and and asked him what what he was looking for and how was it uh, working at Olympus. In my mind, Olympus was still a camera company or a microscope company. uh, Yeah. So I didn't know anything about NDT, and the, the word didn't didn't mean anything to me at all. Right. Um, but he got me by saying that that Olympus is a very healthy environment to work in. Uh, mm-hmm. People are kind, and and there there are no BS stuff or attitude. So we yeah. we indeed have good people in the company with uh, true intentions, and that was enough enough to to schedule uh, a meeting to have a broader picture of the challenges. So during the interview, they brought to me the MX2. And okay, me, the Omniscan MX2, the first thing you saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the first thing I saw because that was the main target at that time. Yeah. And uh, I said, okay, well, uh, it was quite a shock. Uh, I took a deep breath and, and, and believe me, it didn't take that, that 
much time to convince them to forget about the, the junior designer. They needed a senior to build an entire culture around the UX and to take a leap forward. And I was ready to bump it up. Oh. I see. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So for most of our listeners, they're, they're actually extremely familiar with your work without you maybe knowing it, but they've, they might have played with the OmniScan X3 and, um, and, and the user experience that they had from that. So can you, can you describe a little bit what exactly uh, is your work as a, a UX designer and what is UX even? <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> people tend to, um, to associate the UX design with the, the design aspect of things. So, so it's mainly what they see and what they see is the, the UI. So mm -hmm. they, they sometimes so uh, user confusing. interface, right, for UI? Yeah, the, the UI, the user interface. And yeah. then the and, UX <laughs> would be the user experience? And, and that, that's something in the user experience that I want to uh, to tackle is the, okay. the use of acronyms and yes. Well, welcome to MDT well. in a way. So we're it's so used thing. to our acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, the user interface. So they they are they're pretty much in contact with the user interface. So they associate mm -hmm. a lot of the user experience with the 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 interface. Right. right. Um, but it's a little more than that because the the UX will um, will um, Uh, tackle many many aspects in the in the workflow in the mm -hmm. in the labels and and things like that uh, the way you you present things the way you organize things um, the way you you simplify workflows uh, step by step the way you uh, you create scenarios to make sure that you cover different aspects of the um, of the 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 end user uh, journey Uh, so we have many, um, I would say, many deliverables to uh, to provide, and and we participate participate a lot in, in the discussion around how the user's feeling when he's doing his tasks, and what can we do to provide him the most efficient way of doing his task. Because what we want is really to um, to make the the technology and the device uh, disappear. We want we want the user to be really proficient at what he's doing so and mm -hmm. to be the best at, at, at what he's doing um, so he shouldn't have to learn uh, how the device work and he sh shouldn't um, have to be um, uh, stuck in a corner because he don't know he don't doesn't know how to exit from there things like that so yeah. um, so it, it's really uh, the I would say that the, the the friendly user experience is is probably the more uh, convenient way to uh, to uh, explain what a UX is uh, is doing, mm -hmm. and 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 sometimes I, I take um, um, maybe a, an example that is more concrete, like a spoon. If you design a spoon, uh, it may be a little sharp in your, in your mouth. It won't be a good user experience. It right. may be not well balanced. So, so you're always mm -hmm. uh, dropping it, or it's it, it's always falling from your from your your plate. So, mm -hmm. so those are are many things. And you see a spoon, and you think, oh, that that spoon that spoon is nice. But once you play with it, and you say, what well, that spoon is awful. <laughs> <laughs> I so, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so makes sense. It's not just the look of it. It's really the 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 feel of it and how uh, yeah the yeah. user friendliness and so on uh, 
uh, exactly. and how comfortable and, and it feels. Exactly, and tackled as well the uh, the industrial design uh, and the uh, I would say the customer service and all the steps that you're taking through a site, a website, or the support or things like that. You can tackle every aspect of those things by providing a better user experience. I see. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I have to say, I remember, you know, we were working on uh, on the OmniScan X3 uh, product uh, or the project at the time together and um, you watching how we were using it exactly and how, you know, just being behind our, our shoulder basically and, okay, why did you touch mm -hmm. there? Okay, how, where are you trying to go from there? Or, you know, all of this, mm -hmm. that was that was new to me as well. You know, I've never seen the uh, at work, you know, I, I always also assumed, as you were mentioning, that it had more to do with the the look of it, you know, how ultimately it, if it looks pretty or not, but it's, there's so much more to it, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Exactly. Okay, so and so what? Um, so you were, of course, in a, in different industries before that, and uh, you mentioned to me before that you were a, a consultant um, before joining Olympus. So, is, was there any big difference like when you joined our industry or the NDT industry? Uh, anything that stood out for you in the in this industry versus your previous work? Oh yeah, yes, uh, for sure. Well, oh, yeah. like I said, it's the um, it's the the uh, the immensity of the playground. Um, oh yeah. The industry was at least ten years late in terms of uh, UX innovation and technology ubiquity um, compared to the the web industry, with the mobility and the cloud and the the Internet of Things and interoperability. Um, and this is understandable because many infrastructures and devices are integrated system and are, are built last many decades. So mm -hmm. uh, now add, add to that the fact that the NDT <laughs> is quite complex and you have uh, to inspect in pretty harsh conditions and, yeah. um, and time is very expensive for their clients when they, they shut down their, their assets. That's right. So you have there the recipe for, for many, many, many extra challenges. And, um, and that's what stood out, uh, the, the challenging part and the complexity to tackle. We, we're way, way, way uh, far from a, a simple website. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, in my previous uh, uh, job, I worked in, uh, in as a consultant in in many government uh, infrastructures and intranet. So, so those those may become very complicated as well. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's still that that uh, synergy be, be, between uh, the devices that are not conventional devices, uh, the, the the software that's that that we we must. Uh, provide and continuity with the, the, the devices. Mm -hmm. And and now all the, the cloud and the things that we, we're trying to, um, to develop and provide to this industry, um, it brings a lot of uh, big challenges and that's really, really, really uh, interesting. Yeah, I can see that. And, and I don't know if it's one that you ever noticed either, but I'm sure it, it, it has to be. We are bit i think we can be set in our ways a little bit in uh, yeah. on the entity side you know like when we like something when we used to something um we we don't want to go and change that around on people you know like if i've been using an omniscan for i don't know you know the last 10 15 years well 
hey, I wanted, I wanted to feel the same way. I wanted to improve, of course, and I wanted to continue to, um, to have new features, but I also wanted to be comfortable because I've been using it for a very long time. And yeah. I, you know, I, I wanted to feel, um, what I'm, what I'm used to, uh, when I use it, you know? And so, so that was a big challenge. I, I feel like at least for the OmniScan X3 is to keep that same, you know, user friendliness and uh, you know not having to train people over again because it's a new equipment i feel like you did a great job at this you know i know that a lot of customers um shared that comment with me is that from an mx2 to uh the the new x3 that the transition was fluid they didn't have to go in the manual and look for everything and it felt like a normal transition yet it was a new equipment with a lot of way different features that wasn't in the first one so um so yeah that i think you hit the the nail on the head by really making sure that customers will remain comfortable but yet bringing new stuff to them as well and that was that was definitely a challenge <laughs> yeah it, it was it was it was a challenge uh, in, indeed and and I, I was always bringing back uh the idea of of um addressing the uh, the workflows and the uh, the learning curve to the newbies um, and and we know we know in this industry that hiring newbies is is quite hard um, the, the, the entity doesn't doesn't look really appealing at first but all the people that know working in this industry are just absolutely totally passionate about yep <laughs> but but when you see the first the first the screen of it then you see the the harshness the 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 the, the conditions that are difficult and the yeah. technology that is quite uh arid at first um so so i i wanted to make sure that anyone who's who's going into uh that that new ui wouldn't have to learn it that much. We'll, we'll be able to uh, orient themselves into uh, the, the the many steps that that he has to uh, to work through. And, and I was always bringing that. How about newbie? Would it be comfortable using this? Oh, well, we want to. We have also advanced users, so we want to have an open architecture so that the the, the advanced users may do what they want and tweak the things how how yeah. exactly they they they. They are used to do it and so yeah but that doesn't mean that we we have to um make it complex if we make it simple the, the advanced user will benefit from it as well yeah so we have we have to change our, our mindset sometimes just to make sure that it's just the the, the the perception that we have to change and and you change the label you change the shape of a button you change the appealing aspect of a button and then the the entire um perception of of what you have to do and what we call a call to action is mm -hmm. is so obvious that the user doesn't um, hesitate and right. we want to bring that hesitation as low as possible it has to be really in, that, that's why when when i'm saying make make the the technology disappear completely make the the device disappear completely is is that you don't question how to do things it's just it just presents to you to yourself when the time is right, um, and, and another aspect that I had to, that was a, a challenge for that was to to um, because people want 
people tend to feel secure seeing more and more and more and all everything in their face. And mm-hmm. now I have everything and I can control everything. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That I want all the options right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and 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 then you you, you just yeah. I understand that feeling. That's yeah. that's fine and that's legitimate. But but at some point, uh, the user, when we he will have to um, to uh, to make a task, then he will start to struggle, hesitate, being confused, having his eyes working everywhere in the mm-hmm. UI without without finding anything. Right. And that's where you have to proceed him step by step through a, a, a simpler uh, workflow, a simpler UI, um, something that 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 will um, what, what we call progressive disclosure of information. Um, so that's where we bring um, <clears throat> a burger menu, which just collapses yeah. every time you you. The you burger menu is like the, the three little lines stacked on top of each yeah, other, right? Yeah, that's that, what you that, call it. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's that's the funny thing. It, it's a the burger menu is a really um, uh, it's it's an expression that comes from the web. It's been yeah. there for a while. That's something that uh, that have been adopted really really quickly because once you you understand the logic behind that it's three dots so it's bread meat bread <laughs> that's oh, it. Okay. So, so that that those are the three lines there three so layers you, you i see, see a burger menu with four lines that would be a double big mac or at <laughs> but extra, it wouldn't be a real cheese. burger menu. <laughs> exactly so so you see the tree that's there, and that's called the burger menu. And okay. everyone was 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 really laughing at me when I was saying that. But now they're all speaking about the burger menu. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the the menu on the on the left side, the uh, top part, top left of the the screen in the the X3, and and that's something that is uh, that that's been brought by the the mobility, the the the, the UI that you see, uh, the user interface that you see on on a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of website uh, adapted for for mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so those things are are, are progressive disclosure of information. So once you're done with it, then it collapses, it disappears, yeah, and it leaves the space for other information that are more meaningful for that uh, that task that you're you're trying to achieve. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and talking of the burger menu. So, yeah, that's the thing. We we starting to be more familiar with seeing those little icons that mean something to us now because UX is pretty much everywhere nowadays, you know, like a mm-hmm. 20, you know, yeah, something like 20 years ago, maybe the experience would have been extremely different. But now, you know, everybody's used to navigate on a website. Everybody has a phone in their pocket. Um, does that make your work easier or harder? You know, the fact that people are a bit more used to navigate um, through um, the technologies like this. Uh, well, I would say I would say both, but it's more of a paradox because the the entity is, um, like we said, a, a little conservative industry. Um, right. And and that well that that's what I've been told. That's what you just just uh, 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 talked about uh, earlier. Um, yeah, you've been warned from the get go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it makes sense because you, you yeah. have all the the regulation procedures and yeah. inspectors have to qualify themselves or earn their level certification and 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 things like that, and they have to be comp- compliant for security, reliability, and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, procedures so they, they alone, you don't want to change it all the time. Precisely. You don't want to change, yeah, yeah their habit that much. 
Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, when when you take their the, when they take their their smartphones, uh, when they notice what can be done better, when they wonder why they couldn't get the same at work, yeah. Um, well, that that's where you you kind of. Um, uh, can take the risk to propose something else. And um, and what we have to do now is to bring all those behaviors and knowledge that they, they learn using their phone, tablets, and Chromecast and all the all that things and bring that and, and bring what became uh, universal interactions to our products so that they won't be interfering with their workflow. Right. Um, so so we want the technology to be seamless. That that's what it, that's what uh, I keep saying and, and we want them to be proficient. So yeah, icons are are some aspect uh, to it, uh, but but that that's dangerous as well <laughs> because at some point people say, yeah, we want to represent things with icons, so we go uh, all <laughs> uh, go all into into icons, and we say we we're gonna have an icons for that, an icon for that, an icon for that, and then at some point you just hit a wall because you cannot represent anything any anymore, and then you create. <laughs> different icons that doesn't mean anything <laughs> to anyone right. that, are not, that are not universal at all. Um, so that's something that, <clears throat> that I had to, um, uh, to, to deal with uh, as well, because uh, uh, there was that, that, I would say, trend using icons in, in Olympus. And I said, well, we have to play the icons to make them, that, that's a way of making the, um, I would say, the, the, the UI more uh, diverse, more more uh, um, uh, funny, playful. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that brings uh, that, that uh, balance between having things that are um, too illustrated or not enough, uh, um, well, too drab, too... Uh, too um, uh, plain. Yeah. Um, so we have to to deal with those elements to make a balance of it, and um, and that's the same when you you present um, a control or a, a field, a text field. Uh, at some points you want to present text fields. Sometimes you want to present the drop downs, and those mm -hmm. those things are different elements that will provide a, a more uh, rich experience to the user. Yeah. Uh, more, so that more the, the interface and, more... and the experience is not dull at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it is important, especially, uh, as we mentioned, you know, we, we see that a bit more everywhere now the on our iPhones on our, on our computers. So, so it's, it's important to, uh, I don't know, keep it fairly light uh, within still doing the work that it's supposed to be doing, of course, but mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it uh, has to be, um, you know, boring <laughs> while doing yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think you did an amazing job, by the way, with the uh, the OmniScan X3. And I haven't worked on all of the other projects that you've been involved uh, with, but that's certainly one that I've been closely involved with. And I, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's it's phenomenal, um, the, the workflow being very familiar yet, uh, yet brand new. So yeah, but it's it's a really yeah, but but it's a really uh, it it really involves many 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 person behind it. Um, so I was I was kind of a, a, I would say a vector uh, to to that change, but but that's something that that was provided by years of uh, of observing uh, the MX2 and the, the the struggles that that the users were having at some point. So um, yeah. We we uh, we live and we learn. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good. And it was um, what what was you, what were you the most proud of on that project specifically? Any challenge that you you can still think of it, about and go like, oh yeah, that was a tough one or. Um, well, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember the really? shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a challenge. I remember because we wanted yeah. to keep our shortcuts. Because um, as you were yeah. mentioning earlier, you know the advanced users versus you know, the, yeah, people use it in. It's called OmniScan because really all the different applications that you can do, you can you can cover a very broad array of applications in different different markets and that because of that that makes it really challenging because nobody is using it in the same way <laughs> um, no, exactly. and a lot of people were you know using shortcuts and so on and uh, I know that was kind of a nightmare and I was really impressed with the way you've dealt with that one in particular um, the long press and hold and then you know seeing uh, the, the red circle that appears when you press for a long mm -hmm. time um, just to give you an indicator that yeah, there's some something's going on when you're pressing. It's coming, you know. It's kind of, um, and then having the the different options. And to me, I think that it was really, uh, you know, yeah. It, it's a brand new way of using it. It's really fast. People that are really used to it and need the the work done quickly, they can navigate through this, you know, in in, in a very fast manner. And uh, so, yeah. If if anything, for me, <laughs> that's the one that stuck. <laughs> Well, that that's a funny one because um, uh, the the first the first thing that I noticed in the MX2 was that you you had many ways to um, to go at the same point. You had different yeah, to ways get, to, to reach to, the same mm -hmm. to, to reach the same. Yeah, and that's something that we tried to avoid at some point with uh, with the user experience. We right. we want to the, the user to be familiar with one way um, <clears throat> because at some point when you communicate how to use uh, the, the, the device, then yeah. you want to have the same um, uh, the same way of doing things and yeah, to provide the same way of doing it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, same path. Sense. So mm -hmm. if, if, the, if you call the support, the support will have the same scenario for you. And if you, you, you ask your, your colleague how he did that thing, then he has the same scenario as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we want to avoid th those those multi uh, path uh, yeah. to to do the same thing. So that that's one one thing that I, I try to, to tackle. So you might not notice it now, but we we really narrow down the those uh, those ways of, of doing things, um, and that's where you 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 gain a speed as well because you don't hesitate. You don't have different different ways. It's always the short right. the short one that you you're using. Now for the for the shortcut things is is um, you had with the MX2 if I remember you had to uh, to struggle a lot with the, the the one touch the the, the two touch at, at some points I think you had a triple touch yeah. <laughs> tap, so you, tap, you could tap, you could tap, it, tap, it, yeah, yeah, yeah right. tap 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 <laughs> and those things were uh, are, are really cumbersome to use when you use a, a touch screen whether right. it's a capacitive screen or um, uh, a resistive screen like mm -hmm. like we have on the MX3, uh, on the MX3, on the uh, DX3, <laughs> um, and the MX2 as well. But but because you have to uh, to leave the screen with your with your finger, then you you sometimes just miss the the, the second target. 
and yeah. and that's where it becomes um, cumbersome to use. Yeah. So I wanted to remove that aspect of the the, the two touch yeah. and by pressing a long uh, having a long press. And and what I did is I proposed well now we can keep the 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 two hit on the screen, but it will have the same behavior as the long press. Right. And and because the long press became more evident, then we we decide to uh, well well the user just use that that one um, more and more and leave behind the the, the two hits. So mm-hmm. so that that's an interesting but but at some point that's where you when you 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 focus on on the the right way of doing things, then people will will uh, gradually just. Uh, forget what it was before yeah and i keep bringing uh, as well that that um that experience that we have with with our uh, smartphones uh, mm-hmm. when we have a, a complete refactoring of the ui because uh, the new os version just uh, came out and we are all, all excited to have the new version and then we load it and we say whoa what what, what what's did, that did they, <laughs> what's why that? what did they, why did they change what, that why? Why did they remove that? I like that one. And after three days, you don't remember what it was before. Oh <laughs> my, you, you're right. You completely into it, and then it, it just disappeared. So it's true. just bad, bad nightmares. Yeah. So, so it's it's the same here, and that's where that's where um, uh, I I think the, uh, the 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 most the, the thing that I'm most proud of. Well, in fact, there there are there are two things, but the. Um, the first, the first one was um, that we, um, we we had to provide something with the uh, the steepest learning curve as possible, yeah. if not uh, if not none at all. And right. um, and by by bringing a new uh, a new way of doing things. And and I remember when 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 I started, the initial re- request was uh, as is, but better. I right. said, well, okay, we don't want our users to be lost whatsoever, so yeah. so keep it as is, but better. I said, okay, we can do that, but but what if what if we well let let me propose a few things. So I I propose six different iteration of the UI, starting from the most conservative to the most um, uh, refactored. Mm-hmm. And said, "Well, we we may start here, but at the end we will have to go there. Uh, and and I project that it, within two years we should be there. And and by demonstrating that that the evolving um, iterations of of the the UI, then all the product owners went all in with the last one and said, right. no, no, we're going straight forward to that one right now." Mm-hmm. Uh, and and probably because they saw how things were different, but not not overwhelming, not drastically so, uh, yeah, not, not, not uncomfortably so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and that that's something really uh, really interesting because that that's com- that, that that's a comment that we have a lot with the the uh, the extremes that there are there are practically no no learning curve at all. People yeah. are just using it. And and that's good as well because um, uh, and and, and well, we we think that the newbies will 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 enjoy the user, but but that's yeah. also when we have when we want to convert the competitors, <laughs> the people using the competition, mm-hmm. um, the devices. Uh, 
and and if they want to go at some point with with the only scan then it will be really easy for them to uh, uh, to, uh, to to transition get yeah on. yeah That's to transition point. and get their hands on on the new the new device um, probably easier than going to any mix two so uh, mm-hmm. so that was another aspect to it so uh, I'm I'm really proud of of that one oh. um, but but the second one was that we we had to go a step further by bringing another entire software in the in the device in the scan plan. Uh, that was oh, really yeah, um, that's yeah that, true. that was I a feat. kind of forgot yeah. that it wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so true. that's good. <laughs> I yeah. like that. The scan plan. That's true. The the, the yeah. we we didn't used to see it directly on the the equipment on it, the on the scan. It wasn't. It was it was a kind of a wizard a step yeah. by step. You you were you were really mm-hmm. stuck into a, a one way. Um, uh, and you had to to really end up the the the, the entire wizard to uh, even even if you you wanted to cancel or, or stop the thing because you were just messing with with the things and and that was a struggle. So and and, and people were requesting um, more and more to add the scan plan in, into into the device yeah, uh, instead of, of mm-hmm. software um, uh, desktop software. So so. Um, and that was a challenge to make possible such a complex process in such a small device. Yeah. Uh, we had to get rid of, of a very irritating wizard funnel and, and let the user navigate more openly while strongly suggesting a step-by-step workflow. And that's right. where we, we came out with the, the tabs that, that yeah. are uh, numbered one to three. So you have to go from one to two to three. That's the best way to do it. But if yeah. you want to go straight forward to three to see what, what's in it, then you can. Exactly, um, and if you need if to it, revert it, and change your weld prep, and you can just exactly. go back to one, you, and that's yes, that's very nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not forced um, into it. Yeah, and, and we kind of succeeded at that. In fact, and and it it came with um, uh, I would say a testimony from a, from a, a customer. I don't remember who said. Uh, well, I used to take eight hours planning a very complex scan, um, right. and that that he managed to do it in only two hours. Wow! So with the X3 and two hours, exactly. yeah, without eight, the, without two. any other tools outside too, because we used to have setup no. builder that was you know on your computer, but now that means that in the two hours, you know, you, you managed to do everything directly on the on the equipment. That's that's a exactly, big deal too. Yeah. and and that's two hours instead of eight. Yeah. That's that's three quarter of a working day freed up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's somewhat disruptive for an industry, yeah. and that's where the, the the UX design excels. Be free, be more productive, be proficient while having fun doing it, yeah. um, and and do and do what you do best. So, so that's where that's where I'm, I'm I feel the most proud of is being able to to do such a things. Um, because it's a win-win-win. When yeah. when you when you free free that time, then it's it's uh, it's less time for the user. The user can do more job. Mm-hmm. It's it's less time uh, where where the assets are are shut down. Yeah. So it's more money for their customers. Yeah. And at the end, because everyone is happy, then we sell more X3. That's so right. it's a win-win-win combination. You're so right. that's where we have to make make them more proficient at what they do so they can speed up their work and having fun to do it and being less fatigued at, at the end of the day so they're more satisfied so that's the whole purpose of the the ux design i love to, it to have that 
Yeah. That's great. That's great. That's a great explanation. And again, Antoine, amazing work. I hope you continue to, um, you know, to make much more equipment, uh, stay for a long time with us. We love working with you and you, we love what uh, you ended up uh, producing. And so thank you for your work and thank you for taking the time to explain it today. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm having a great user experience at Atlantis for now. We have a lot to do. We have a lot of challenges and a lot of challenges. And, and it's a really enjoying place to work in. Yeah. Another win-win. That's great. <laughs> yeah, another win-win. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Antoine. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. That's it for today's show. I hope you appreciated this behind the scenes on understanding what it takes to build NDT equipment. It all starts with you, truly, the user. It's interesting to me to see how sometimes the most fluid an experience can be, the least we will even consider or think about that complexity or the effort that is put into making it as simple as possible. I guess in that way, it's very similar to what we do in NDT, where if you've done your job right, nobody should even know you were there. On this note, thanks again for all you do out there and for continuing to create a safer world. Bye for now. <laughs>